Hi, it's King. I want to give you a content warning. This episode is about the murder of a 12-year-old girl. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. December 4th, 1993. The worst possible news. 12-year-old Polly Kloss had been missing for 65 days since being kidnapped from her home in Petaluma. The search for her had captivated the nation. Thousands of volunteers devoted tens of thousands of hours to the search for Polly. They printed and distributed 8 million flyers. Now, at about 9 p.m. on a Saturday night, the Petaluma chief of police and the special agent in charge of the San Francisco FBI office made the grim announcement that everyone had hoped they'd never hear. Polly's body had been found in a thicket just south of Cloverdale in southern Mendocino County. The news hit hardest at the Polly Kloss Foundation Center in Petaluma. For the first time since the center had opened two months earlier, it was quiet and somber. Usually it was bustling. Now the blinds were closed and the doors locked to outsiders as volunteers began to come to terms with the devastating news. I feel like I've been socked in the stomach, one person said. The ordeal had turned Mark Kloss into a celebrity as he created the Polly Kloss Foundation and fought day after day to keep his daughter's name in the public consciousness so that people would keep looking for her. He never stopped believing that Polly was alive. Now his father Joe, Polly's grandfather, said he was in seclusion, getting help from a counselor. He's in bad shape, Joe said. He's in grief. Trauma. The ordeal began on the night of October 1st. Polly and two friends were having a slumber party at the Kloss house in Petaluma, and sometime after 10.35 p.m., a man burst into her bedroom with a knife. He asked which of them lived there, tied the other two up, and took Polly away. He told the girls, I'm only doing this for the money, which led the Kloss family to believe it was a kidnap for hire. At about 11.40 near Santa Rosa, about 15 miles up Highway 101, a babysitter leaving a rural house where she'd been working noticed a car stuck in a ditch on the property's long driveway. She called her employer, who called Sonoma County Sheriff's. They arrived to find Richard Allen Davis, a career criminal who had twice been convicted of kidnapping. Petaluma police had been broadcasting a detailed description of the kidnapping suspect, and they'd asked the Sonoma County Sheriff's Department for help. But because the forces used different radio channels, the deputies who questioned Davis hadn't yet heard about the kidnapping. They asked Davis what he was doing, and he said he was sightseeing. They searched his car, and they found nothing unusual just an open beer they made him pour out. They encouraged the homeowner to make a citizen's arrest for trespassing, which would have required her to speak to Davis. She declined. So they helped him get his car out of the ditch, and they sent him on his way, but they kept his information. Despite the massive publicity, there were no breaks for almost two months. Polly's photo was flashed around the world. She was featured on TV shows. Movie star and fellow Petaluma native Winona Ryder offered a huge cash reward for her safe return. Inmates at Soldad Correctional Facility scraped together $1,000 and donated it to the Polyclass Foundation. 
Then on November 28th, the Santa Rosa homeowner found a sweatshirt and some torn ballet leggings on her property. The leggings matched Polly's. A review of police calls in the area on the night of the kidnapping turned up the encounter with Richard Allen Davis. A partial palm print found in Polly's bedroom, not clear enough to find a match through databases, was a match for Davis. On the 30th, Davis was arrested near Ukiah, about 75 miles north. After several days of questioning, he confessed to the murder and told officials where they could find Polly's body. They did. Davis was convicted and sentenced to death. He responded by turning to a courtroom camera and flashing both middle fingers. In a statement, he implied that Polly had said her father sexually abused her. Mark Kloss was in the courtroom, and he lunged at his daughter's killer, but he was restrained. The judge told Davis, It's usually difficult to pronounce a death penalty, but you've made it easy. Mark Kloss has continued his activism around missing, abducted, and trafficked children. When California Governor Gavin Newsom suspended the death penalty earlier this year, Kloss said he was viscerally angry about it. The suspension might spare the life of Richard Allen Davis, who at 65 remains on death row at San Quentin. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your center.